0: How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of Night Stalker podcast, episode 23, The Ammunition Shortage. You know, there's been a lot of conspiracy theories why it's hard to purchase uh, ammunition nowadays. <clears throat> Some of the conspiracy theories go as far as the government's trying to buy all the ammunition. The ammunition companies are only pur- manufacturing ammunition for the government. Um, material shortages, uh, just all type of, uh, you know, conspiracy theories, theories, ideas. Um, what I am going to say is that there is a little bit of truth, probably in all the conspiracy theories you have. However, the reality of it isn't. It's much more. dynamic than the average person just thinks. Um, And and the reason I say dynamic is because it's not only uh, an issue with the manufacturing itself, but it also has to do with the the, the sports uh, stores that are selling it. You know it's it's a multifaceted issue, and, and you'll understand what I'm talking to talking about in a few minutes. <clears throat> so, did COVID-19 cause the ammunition shortage? No, it did not. What caused caused the ammunition shortage was the civil uprising that occurred after George Floyd's homicide. Uh, it was <clears throat> further, it was propelled further by the racial discontentment which was basically manifested by both the Republican and the Liberal parties, Democrats, uh, an attempt to put people head-to-head to to get votes. And you say, well, what the hell does the political uh, rivalry or votes have to do with ammunition shortages? Well, think about it. What happened? We had the George Floyd homicide, which caused social unrest. However, the social unrest was allowed to manifest itself into riots, destruction of property, destruction of businesses and communities, the taking over of police departments. Why? Because the government failed to act inefficient manner. They were negligent both from the federal side, the state, and the municipal municipal sides. They were all negligent in doing their due diligence to stop it. Because nobody wanted to hurt anybody's feelings. So so you might be saying, "Well, what the hell does this have to do with an ammunition shortage?" Well, here's the problem. Like I said, this is a dynamic issue that's, that's, ha- has a lot of different parts to it. So, <clears throat> as all the social unrest, you know, social uh, unrest was going on, at the same time, <clears throat> you had legislation, you know, quite honestly, kissing everybody's ass because they wanted to pretend they were everybody's friends, which the government is not your friend. So, what happened in, in that, they started enacting all of these ridiculous um, police indemnity acts, this, that, and the other things. So law enforcement turned around and said, okay, well, if that's how you want it, we'll abide by your rules and regulations. However, that's going to really tie our hands to do our jobs the correct way, which it did. Have you listened to any of your neighbors or anyone that's had any type of uh, contact with police lately, and uh, they're saying, well, why did it take so long? Uh, Sometimes they don't even come. (coughs) Well, this this is the result of the legislation passing these bills that really tied the police police's hands behind their backs, so they can't do anything. So, again, you're hearing a lot of stuff and you're saying, well, how does poli- the politics, how does the, the social unrest, how does the racial issue, how does the um, conspiracy issues, And how does all of this manifest itself into an ammunition shortage? Well, it's actually quite, kind of simple if you think about it. You know, people want to sit down and blow, blame COVID 19, but COVID 19 had nothing really to do with it. With all the social unrest and tension and law enforcement not being able to do their job, the public realized that it was every man for themselves. Every man's on their own. So people figured, well, you know, I got to protect me and my family, so what should I do? Well, the first thing that and naturally, as they go on, they buy a firearm. Okay. So, within this, we've had one estimate at the beginning of the year was 7 million. Now we're up to 12 million new people owning firearms. <clears throat> and if you add that number to the already several million people that own firearms, <coughs> the amount of uh, individuals owning firearms and requiring ammunition is is, is probably almost quadrupled if you had the numbers up right. <coughs> no. why? Because the public does not believe the law enforcement or the government is out looking for their is not out there looking after their well-being. And, unfortunately, that that is pretty much the truth. It's not that the law enforcement is out there looking out after your well-being. It's, they've been restricted on what they can do to provide uh, sufficient law enforcement for your community, your street, your block, whatever you want to call it. So, people went out and bought firearms. <coughs> Now, there's there's a good side and a bad side to this. One of the bad sides is, obviously, everybody wants ammunition, so with them buying all this ammunition, it's harder to find, until the manufacturers can start to produce ammunition to keep up with the demand. At the same time, you have monopoly going on between the ammunition companies in the United States, trying to buy each other out, and You know, I listened to uh, a couple interviews with the CEO of uh, Federal Ammunition. Um, I listened to both his first interview about six months ago, and his newer interview. Um, I don't really know if I believe him that much. second interview, he says that they just bought two new ammunition companies, Remington and uh, some other uh, bootleg ammunition company I never heard of before. But the fact is, they had already had, owned Remington. So, by them re- saying that, by the President saying that he just purchased Remington, that's, that's not true. It, it was already owned. You have to remember, Federal also owns CCI, who also makes primers and ammunition. Spear, same thing. Now Remington. So, the ammunition industry in the United States is now becoming a monopoly. So, but I think what you're going to see in, in, the, in the shortcoming is that entrepreneurs that want to start a business that's going to be successful within a short period of time are going to be involved in manufacturing ammunition because they will make a, a ton of money and if they keep the price <clears throat> where it should be, they're going to make a lot of money and make a lot of money fast and for a long time so good luck with that guys I hope uh, I hope, I hope more years, uh, start popping up uh, Buyer beware. all so I gotta tell you, when it comes to ammunition, you're gonna see, you're starting to see more ammunition on the market, which is great. But watch out, where you buy your ammunition. I say this for a reason. The only company, that I know that sells ammunition at the correct price is Walmart hmm, everybody says Walmart, yeah, Walmart they are the only business that I know that does not overmarket its ammunition um, of course they piss me off when you can't find a damn plastic bag in their store but we're here to talk about ammunition. Um, Bass Pro, Cabela's, uh, had an experience with them that completely turned me off. I, 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 almost have to guarantee you I will never buy ammunition for either, either one of those stores. Um, on Thursday I had gone into Walmart. <coughs> my son, my son shoots a 270 Two boxes of ammo. I bought both boxes, $18 a box, probably $36, $37 and change. <coughs> Brought them home, didn't think much of it. And he just target shoots, he's not really a hunter, but he target shoots a lot. <coughs> so on a Saturday, I stopped at the lo- local bass. Bass Pro, down in Bridgeport, Connecticut. <coughs> to see what they had down there, so I see two seventy ammunition. Same brand. is what You bought in Walmart for thirty seven bucks. Well, when I looked at the price. It stopped me right in my tracks because here's a big box store that is supposed to be friendly to the outdoorsman charging $41.99 per box. <clears throat> I just bought two boxes from Walmart for $37. Okay, disgusting. So I called up the corporate office who wanted to hear absolutely nothing about anything. They're giving me this bullshit well it must be the distributors, it must be the area they're located they're located five miles away from the Walmart, I just paid $18 a box of ammunition, and now you want me to pay forty one ninety nine. so, <clears throat> people just do yourself a favor I, I know it's hard when you see the ammunition, you, you, you just want to buy it because we're impulsive that way, but even your local gun ranges that are, are ripping your ass off on a daily basis don't fall into that trap of buying ammunition for such a high price because you're going to continuously do it. You know, and if you continuously do it, they're not going to reduce the price. I mean me, quite honestly, I'll go online, or shop around before I pay a high price for any ammunition. There's no reason for it they still manufacture it, it's still available, you can find it here or there. I'm not paying, Uh, you know, I'm not getting ripped off. You know, some people, especially newer people that, you know, the 12 million new people we have who, I'm sure it's pretty easy to brainwash them into buying anything, but, you know, don't, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time with these companies that are just, um, ripping you off. So, this is going to be kind of a rather short one. It's probably going to be about this, we'll end this episode in about 18 minutes, but <clears throat> just think about it. This is how, this is how, you know, and, and I think, you know, when I think about the government nowadays, I just think of how uneducated they really are. In Connecticut, about ten or fifteen years ago, they decided after this <coughs> Sandy Hook shooting that they wanted to ban assault rifles. Not that that ever, not that it does it any good. Only, only the fools believe that did any good, because anything can kill you. Freaking twenty-two can kill you. So, you know, that was a that was a glass over mirror effect. You know, <coughs> it fooled the hell out of the. the, the part of the community in Connecticut. You know, just like guns, just like these gun buybacks. The only things that are coming back in gun buybacks are old broken guns that nobody wants. Grandpa's old World War Two or World War One or whatever the hell he, you know, he, he was in the war <coughs> guns. But no real firearms that were ever going to be involved in a crime. Okay. That, that's, that's, you know that's just smoke and mirrors are playing. The same thing with, <clears throat> you know, the the gun, the uh, assault ban with, uh, you know, after 2012. I mean that was just another smoke and mirror uh, developed by the state police, which, quite honestly, people rushed out to buy. F- Once they knew that was coming, everybody went out and bought assault weapons, so we had more assault weapons bought in that year than we ever had. (coughs) So it just increased the number of assault weapons that were out in the the civilian market. So that was just another dumb move by people that don't really think very far past their nose. Um, (coughs) Now we have 12, 12 million people that just bought firearms. For their own personal protection, good in one way because I'm uh, anti—I mean, I'm a pro gunner. So what that does is—and which I don't think the politicians realize—is now you have 12 million more people that own firearms. So when your anti-firearm policies and agendas come out, you're pretty much going to just get voted right off the slate, which is good because that's what you deserve. My concern is too many people owning firearms that really aren't experienced with firearms. You know, that uh, doesn't work well. But this again is a situation that was created by the negligence of the government to act when they should have acted. The ammunition shortage and the purchase of all these firearms are a direct result of the, the government failing to act when they should have, and now we have a, a, po- a, a population that <clears throat> believes they need to protect themselves. And obviously, by the ammunition sales, a lot of people out there with guns, a lot of people out there with ammunition. So, with that being said, all of these you know, conspiracy theories this and that on the ammunition. But I will say, I I do believe that the ammunition companies, although um, the president of uh, Federal came out twice and he's telling how he's building all this, you know, he's manufacturing all this ammunition, all this happy horse shit, none of them have proven what their end of day ammunition count was compared to today how much ammunition did you produce in one day your gross number they never put that out I mean you got the you got the CEO you know federal he's you know sliding his hand through you know stacks of uh, you know just reloaded 38 specials and you know Twenty twos and this and that. Okay, so, <clears throat> okay, so, besides that, which is just a smoke and mirror thing, what was your gross total on a daily basis compared to what it is now? Where are the numbers? Show me the numbers you're producing as much ammunition. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. <clears throat> but I'll guarantee you, I don't, I don't think it's anywhere near what you say it is because. I don't see that on the shelves. So, you know, if I don't see it, and you don't show me numbers, I'm not going to believe it. But, notwithstanding, um, the ammunition was due to the public's fear, and the lack of trust in the government <clears throat> to provide public safety they failed, the government failed let's face it they <clears throat> you know, listen, when the George Floyd incident happened, you know what? I've been a cop a long time you know, I lived through the 60s, I know all that, what happened back then <clears throat> the George Floyd case without a doubt was tragic and it was on call for it. we all understand that However, that does not give people the right to destroy other people's property, hurt other people, take over police departments, this and that. <coughs> we have a due process, which is, that's how, that's how we as Americans handle things, we due process, not through rioting, not through destroying property. <coughs> but because of that one incident, or a couple of incidents by the, the federal, state, and local governments, not Providing public safety by allowing Marxists to take over—you have you have this surge in gun sales, which is like I've never seen in over 50 something years. Never seen it like this. With as many more guns, more ammunition. You know, it's it's not a it's not a really really difficult formula to figure out. So, when you start hearing all these other conspiracy theories that the government's buying all the ammunition, the FBI's buying all the ammunition, all this stuff, it's just just a bunch of (coughs) horseshit. The ammunition shortage is due to the amount of new firearm owners, inclusive of the old firearm owners, all trying to purchase ammunition, It's got nothing to do with any type of real conspiracy theories, or any any other bullshit that that usually manifests itself around stuff like that, so, but, on that note, uh, episode 24 will be coming out pretty soon. Not sure exactly what that will be. actually 24 might be out already I, I have to look at my uh, <coughs> my logs I, I take different episodes at different times in different studios or locations so but until then like usual just watch out when you're in that dark parking lot that dark path in the woods that alleyway or dark Street the footprints fr- footsteps you hear coming up behind you, you don't know who they are, and you don't know what they want, and you don't know what they're capable of doing. With that, just keep that in mind and I will see you next episode.